computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Welcome to the IBM Keep It Simple Technology Podcast, where each episode we discuss technology but in a simple way. We keep the explanation simple, but what we spend our time on is emphasizing what this technology means to you and how you can best utilize this technology for you and your business. Welcome to the IBM Keep It Simple Technology Podcast. I'm the host, Thomas Anglero. Another great episode with another great speaker. Am I right? Uh, hidden speaker, are you there? Yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the speaker that's going to blow you away today. My guest, our guest on the show today is Donat Techia. She is the co-founder of Young Sustainable Impact. Hello, Donat. Hey. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> Donat, you know, um, please, uh, to tell everybody, listen, this is going to be a great show. This is going to be a great episode because Donat works with young people, the most innovative young people in the world. And she's going to tell you about the tens of thousands of young people that apply for her program, and she only chooses a handful. So if there's anybody in the world who has a vision of what the young people can bring to your company, where the world's going and the impact of young people, it is Donat. And that's what we're going to focus on, though we can focus on a thousand things. But for right now, Donat, please introduce yourself, your company, and how, my God, you're making such a huge impact. Go for it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Donat25 uh, started with YSI. We started as a response back in 2015, 2016 to the, to the UN SDGs and the 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 meeting in New York where all the world leaders met to yet again talk. Uh, and we felt that there was lack of action and not enough focus on uh, what can we do and what are the solutions. So we took matters into our own hands uh, and started YSI. And so I guess I'm a very engaged person that cares about leaving an impact behind me and that drives me in in the, in the things that I do. And so hence, hence working with YSI. Um, and yeah, and and how many? Um, and so YSI uh, has a program for young people. How many young people apply to your program, and what is the program about? Yeah, so so the mission of of YSI is to empower young people to be able to create solutions that can contribute to solving the SDGs. And the, one of the ways that we execute on that mission is by the focus of creating and generating sustainable businesses or businesses that focuses on sustainability and uh, we call it earthpreneurship. So not entrepreneurship, but earthpreneurship, which means making sustainability business as usual. Awesome. Um, and yeah, my personal belief is that the way, like the way that the, the most dangerous strategy that you can have today is business as usual. So, uh, so the way we do that is running an innovation program that goes for five months online for youth that starts from scratch. Um, and we've been getting 10,000, over 10,000 applications each year from young people all around the world, um, over 190 countries. And that's not far from all countries in the world. So 190, 190. Yeah. So from the smallest islands to the biggest countries. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's different types of young people. So everything from students, from doc PhD levels to bachelor levels, to high school students, to people that are working in corporate uh, companies um, running their own businesses. And that's not really what you do. It's not really a parameter. It's the most important thing to get into the program is 
your motivation, if you have the time um, and the will to be able to commit to the process and that you're in the right situation. And how many people do you choose out of these over tens of thousands of people from 190 different countries, young people? Yeah, so we choose 25 people, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. And Wow, the best of the best of the best of the best of the best. Yeah, and we <laughs> all applications. So normally, like we went from 50 to 100 the first year to our first 10,000, which we were, we were preparing like, we were prepared for about a thousand maybe. And then we got 10,000. So we had to call every single person we knew to just come in and read, help us read. Um, yeah. So it's, and it's not really like we have, it's very often when people like, what is the best, the best candidate? It's not often the best or the most impressive, impressive resume. Uh, Cause that when you actually meet the person, then you'll be like, Oh no, 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 not this person. And it's very difficult. Like you're at the end of the day, you're choosing people and choosing the right people with the right motivation that are not just like resume hunters that are there, but actually want to do something. And so um, there's a lot of amazing, great talent, but there's also a difference to, we've never had, for example, Norwegian people or in general people from Scandinavia as part of the program, which a lot of people ask, you know, you guys started in Oslo, why? Uh, why is Norway not on the map? Which is what basically what people care about as well here. Um, and, and you see a lot of different like types of, the type of engagement that young people have abroad in terms of how they approach opportunities, um, looking for opportunities. People has, have us like on uh, alerts. They have alerts on the opportunity webpages if it comes up something that's relevant for them. Um, and you'll see we had... Um, 16 year old that's the youngest participant we've had from the u.s he had started two companies sold one of them for over a million u.s dollars was the other company he was still running with like walmart as a customer and he was on the what? yale no harvard uh, advisory board youth advisory board at 16 holy yeah do not do not please keep going i mean yeah. listen to everybody listening the reason why Donat is incredible, the reason why she's on is because you have this incredible view of the world because regarding young people, that demographic, they're the future. I mean, they're the driving the change. And you and you found this 16-year-old kid. My God, keep going. I mean, the, you know, the leaders who listen to this podcast want to understand what's driving these young people. Who are these young people? Why are they not happy in my established 50-year company? I've been happy. Well, how can I make them happy? And then how do I get a hold of this 16-year-old kid? And if I got a hold of him in my company, how do I keep him? How do I keep him? Yeah. You know, what 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 go, 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 go. This is yeah. fantastic. Well, that's just, that, that's just like one. The other one is people that are we had last year uh, a doctor from South Africa that had been working as a medical doctor in very impoverished areas and was sort of sick of all the trouble and not being able to actually help people with enough and proper equipment and the right standards. And so she joined as a 28-year-old in the program uh, to solve the challenges that she herself had experienced. And so there's a variety of people. We've had everything from business people to domain expertise people, aerospace engineers, um, everything you can, you can really um, think about. And so I, one of the key things that we see is 
people want, young people want to contribute. They want to work with something that's meaningful, where they can see and experience that they are actually contributing to something. Um, and young, I think why we're also, a lot of people apply to us is because we focus on youth. Very often, you are not accessible to a lot of the opportunities that are out there. If you have a solution, for example, and want to be part of, let's say, any other accelerator program and entrepreneurship program, it's either you ha- you need to have 10 to 15 plus year work experience, which we won't have because we haven't lived enough, or you need to have this amount of revenue or have come this far, which for many might be difficult. Um, and so we're not very often considered for, and we're, we're sort of left out. Um, and so to focus on some, one of the, there's 1.8 billion young people around the world. It's the biggest part, largest population of youth ever in history. Wow. Uh, and in wow. many countries, it's over almost 50% of the population that's below 30. And so it's a, it's sort of a mismatch in terms of how represented young people are in important in important um, circles, in important positions, and as like not included as an important voice when they're a significant stakeholder in society. Um, yeah. So uh, very often, as a young person, you're either sort of brought in towards the end of the process where you really cannot have a say because all the decisions has been made or you, you're sort of brought in for inspiration and um, engagement. And then it's just like, okay, very nice. Thank you. We'll move to the next room to talk about the real stuff. Uh, and, young, and young people today, this that's great that you're saying that, right? Because there's all these wonderful things you're saying. So I'm going to take the position of an old person, which I probably am. <laughs> you stay on your side of the table, I'll stay on mine. <laughs> so from my generation, right, who are typically running these companies, you know, we're thinking that uh, you should be, you know, we we're, we made the decision. We have all these years of experience or decades of experience and uh, we're bringing you in. You should be happy to be here. That's number one. Number two, you talked talked on was um, you want to change the world and all that. And, and from us, as our generation, we're like, you know, that sounds really nice, but you have to earn your keep. You have to put in the years of hard work before you could get to that level that you could change the world. How do you, based on what I just said now, give me your feedback. How do young people, the youth, see that and respond to what I just said? So that the leaders in the world, the leaders who are listening now could say, oh, that's what you're thinking. Oh, that's how you connect the dots. Go for it, Danat. Yeah. I think like, first of all, as we also talked about coming into this conversation, which is like, acknowledging and understanding that youth is such a big group which which means that it's a very diverse group it's not a homogeneous group just because you see exactly. me as an engaged person it might be that the the other person you'll meet that's as young as me is totally different and doesn't care and it's only profit driven and doesn't want to change the world and anything right so we still have a way to go with um, sort of engaging more people but i think in terms of the two things the things that you said my answers are split in two which is we need to change the how we view young people. We need to view them as an important stakeholder that's an important resource. You know, you you, you phrased it as, you know, uh, just be happy enough that you're here. I'm <laughs> happy that you have me here. And my there you go. There you go. Right? So they're <laughs> looking at it from two ends, um, which is really what we believe in YSI, which is bringing together young people that is a driving force 
with the experience that has experience from whatever it is, politics, academia, business, and working together. Because you need experiences, but you also need to drive and sort of the unframed creativity um, that young people bring into the table. And so bringing them, both of them, and having both of them represented at the table, that's when I believe the magic can happen. So first yeah. we have to change the view and how we talk about young people, how we include and how we look at them. And, 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 and just hold on a second, one second, we just want to emphasize, right, uh, and keep it really simple, right, and emphasize this one important point. Never in the history before, and I'm talking to all the leaders out there, mm. when all you guys, mostly men, um, some women, um, when you were 16 years old, a long time ago, <laughs> mm. that wasn't possible for you to have sold already your first company and now have your second company with a deal with uh, Walmart. Mm. It wasn't. That wasn't even, you know, forget it, it right? Yeah. That is who you're sitting across the table with when you meet young people today. Mm. That's a big difference. And that's, uh, I want to make sure that the, the audience and, and emphasize that point that you just said. That's profound. Mm, it's very, it's, we had um, on the pitch day where he pitched the solution that he was working on, he was told by one of the jury members that, and that exact jury member had has listened to thousands of pitches. And he said, this is top five of what I've heard ever in my life so far. And this guy started college. He started Stanford at 17. And I had to ask, you know, do you start college at 17 in the US? Is it normal? And everyone's like, no. Um, so it's an incredible talent. And there's so many young people. And I think what what drives this will and desire to change the world, I think everyone started at that point, everyone that's not 16 anymore, but then you get comfortable in the way. But we are really the last, the first generation and the last generation that can solve a lot of the challenges we have. And we are the one that are going to live with it. And so for exactly. many people, the change is driven by, I don't want to live in the future that you guys are creating for me currently. And, and, I, and, and to continue that, and we can solve it on our own. Thank you. We don't need to work for you for 20 years in a basement or something, something, something. Yeah. Right? You need, yeah. you still need the, like, the collect, like either you, you still need the collaboration and you still need the people that are in charge today because they run society. But it's about a lot of, in my work, at least I try to create an understanding that we need to work together, that you need to include um, young people into the work and what they can contribute to, which is a lot of value. Yeah. yeah. And the, but the point is don't, the, the definition of the word include is tying together what you said before was don't just just put them in a project and have them saying like sit there in the corner and just be happy in the project when you say the word include you mean like treat this person as a person who has the potential to have sold two companies by the age of 16 that level of inclusion correct correct like as an equal participant and player at the table exactly yeah exactly yeah there was a, you had a second answer to my uh, two questions I asked you. Do you remember that or did I cut you off? Yeah, that was the point of just like the, in terms of the change and how we're, why we're driven purposeful is because a lot of people are living in a lot of the consequences related to the sustainable development challenges we have. And so you, they come from a desire where they just want to have clean water. They don't want to live in a place that might go under um, because of their sea rising uh, it's really, it's real for a lot of people, even though we, we might not experience that much in Norway while we're st- starting to do it. So they come from this purpose where they want to change the situation for themselves, for their parents, for their families and their s- community. 
Um, and that's, I think that's what's different about the young generation today is that they want to work somewhere that they, where they can contribute to something where they're appreciated and acknowledged. And um, before you'd come into maybe an interview process when you're hiring something, someone new and you'd be like, you know, uh, what can you do for us? And it's just like a one-way thing. But I think now it's a two-way thing. I'll come into the interview and be like, what can you offer me here? What can I do? What what kind of responsibility will I get? What kind of play field will I get in responsibility? So I think that's it's shameful. That is what you're saying. You're dropping bombs, right? So so let me some let me put that all together because there's two big things that I see. Um, the first thing what you said uh, was that the youth today is just like again to all the leaders that are out there when they were 20 years old. They looked and said, okay, for the next 20 years, this is the way the world's going, right? Mm -hmm. So um, those people who are 50 plus for the last 20 years, you've had running water, clean running water. You've known only that the faucet has you beautiful water. You can fill a glass and you drink it. The youth today are looking at the next 20 years and going, that ain't going to happen. Or that has the potential to not happen. Mm. I don't think anybody 50 plus has that perspective at all. No. That we forgot that perspective when we, we were young. We didn't have, there was never potential of not having clean running water. Yeah. So that's what you're saying. That was bomb number one. That's why the youth are wired different. Yeah. And then number two, the second bomb I picked off, um, and there's probably many more, but that was that the youth today literally sit there across from you on interview and going, no, it's not what I could do for, what I, what I could do for you is what you could do for me. Yeah. And when they say that, that's not uh, an ego, it's not arrogance, it's not an experience. It's actually, they're empowered by saying, you know, we're 17, 20% of the planet, and never before in the history of demographics, you know, of this world, have we been such a mess, and never before have we had technology behind us, and never before have we all wanted to change things at the same time. Do you understand who you're sitting across from? <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> because we've, we've grown up in different times, right? It's um, it's, I think everyone would have acted the way we are acting if they were in the same situation. Exactly. And, and when you come into, let's say, a new job, you see now that in terms of you touched a bit about it when it comes to loyalty to companies. Um, you see before you would, you know, you would work in one company for your whole career. You would be in one place for 40 years. While now, after five years, most people are bored and want to move on. And so that's because we're also so used to being stimulated all the time um, seeing different things happen. So very many people quit after five years and want something new. And that's also, it. it in these days, it requires a whole not, another set of like leadership and way of working for corporates to keep the young people in terms of being on, staying ahead of sort of the game and situation and always making sure that, you know, are you getting the challenges you need? Are you happy with the work? Um more people, more young people are challenging sort of the flexibility of how work is set up. You know, can I do several things at the same time? I don't want to have to choose maybe between my great job and helping an NGO that I do on the evening. Can I balance my work as long as I get it? Or can I be somewhere else and still get my work job? Can I work, you know, from the US and still work for an Norwegian company? And so all of those things, because we live in the time we live with technology, while the companies and the culture and the way of working is from pre that time, we come with a different set of requirements. And for those that are not prepared, it's normally probably a no and you'll lose out on talent. That's a big statement. 
because I'm wondering a bunch of people out there, to everybody listening, how many of you are listening to Donat and going, well, no, I'll just not hire that person. What's the future of that company if a person, a leader is thinking that way when they listen to you, Donat? It's Kodak. Done. (laughs) (laughs) It's as simple as that. And I think that's why a lot of, let's say in the US, a lot of technology companies that are driven by young leaders attract so many people it's because you know let's say the google way 80 20 you spend 80 percent of your time doing your job and then 20 on a free project um all of those like different new models that we need to adhere to i want to i have so many different engagements and that's the person i am i like to contribute and i would like to do that without having to give up one thing or another or having to be like okay i have to live in norway the next five years if i'm going to work for this company of course, some jobs require that, but very many, and I think because of Corona, for example, more people have become open to remote work, actually understanding that you can be productive and can get things done, which is super good and will help us in this acceleration, like accelerate the shift that we need to have. So something good that came out, came out of this yeah. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do not... Um, before we wrap this whole thing up, and I really look forward to everybody listening out there, their feedback. If, if you have feedback, please send it to me. Um, Donat, what is the advice you have? And you can go anywhere you want. Your top three, top five advice you have for leaders out there who are listening to you and going, yeah, I get it. But can you give me just some concrete advice, some steps that I can do right now? That would help me. Can yeah. You, can, you, can you frame it in that way, please? I can frame those things into uh, uh, um, homework, actually. So You're giving me homework. Yes. So my advice to you is five things. Here we go. Wait, drum roll. Boom. <laughs> First is I assume everyone has a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday meeting with their company. Um, And based on that, I want you to assess what is the proportion of young people between 20 and 30 that you have in your company that you meet on a daily basis in your respective department, meaning on top C level, all the levels down, what's the proportion of youth? Um, How are you work? Question number two, how are you working to transfer the relay button to the next generation? Um, How do you include youth in your daily work, core business, and decision-making processes. Um, And then the two ones are sort of uh, encouragement, which is involve youth as a real equal partner throughout the process and make sustainability your core business and think X and not present. One other question. How deep, this is about sustainability. Mm. How deep is sustainability into the DNA of the young, because, um, you know, everybody who's 50 plus 40 plus, we come from the consumer economy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if my vacuum, my mom, my flat screen TV yeah. <laughs> after two years, I have to throw it away and get a new one. Yeah. You know, here comes AK, yeah. right? Um, but then the young people, are you guys wired that way? And is sustainability really something that's part of your DNA? Or is that just another marketing hype and something else will be announced in another two years? Is this is this real? 
Yeah, I think I think actually the answer is a combination of the two things you said because sustainability is not new. It's not the first time. It's not 2015 that the word was coined and was new. It was talked about already in the 70s, in the 80s, and and it's really if you break it down, it's demystifying the word. I think it's it's gotten like this big word that no one really understands at the end, wow. which is just about ensuring that we have development that ensures the future generation. The, the same kind of society that the previous generation have, so not using the re using up resources now on be on the cost of the for the next generation's ability to have the same. And uh, really, if it's, I think it's really in incorporated in our DNA because we're seeing a lot of the results of sustainable of development not being sustainable, if I can say it that way, because we're seeing you know all the results of all the plastic that we're using that are ending up in the landfills in Maybe the land we call it landfills. Maybe it's actually the playgrounds of young of kids uh, yeah. in the south, right? And so mm -hmm. it's it's really I think in without calling it sustainability, it's about like seeing and it's really broad, right? Sustainability, everything from mental health to poverty to, to climate to um, peace and justice, and and it's really if we want development and society to move in the right way it needs to adhere to social aspects environmental aspects and financial aspects and it needs to consider all of those three aspects in in order to be sustainable and we're not delivering on any of them so far and all the high ambitions and you know in in last year world leaders met to 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 check the to try to see if we're on track which we're not and in Norway as a small small country that can do a lot we're not, for example, even given speech time at the UN Assembly because we had no action plan. And so Norway's really? wow. action plan for sustainability is being developed as we speak. Wow. And wow. I'm asking, like, where were you five years ago? When yeah, exactly. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Oh, Danat, um, I think thousands of people are going to want to get a hold of you now. Um, <laughs> Thanks to you. <laughs> as absolutely nothing due to me not how can people get a hold of you please take your time and explain it out so everybody has a chance to write it down or they can rewind this podcast yeah, explain how could everybody get a hold of you and the uh, uh, young sustainable impact you'll find young sustainable impact on facebook and linkedin and on our webpage www.ysiglobal.com uh, on linkedin young sustainable impact the same on facebook or on facebook it's actually ysi global um, and my information, you'll find my name here, I guess, Donna Teke on LinkedIn or on my email. That's also on our webpage, Donat at YSIGlobal.com. This has been, I, I, I swear to you, we should probably do a four hour show on this because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many areas that we need to go to. So um, I like to always leave the last word for you. And, um, and of course, thank you so much to not, um, it's been wonderful. Um, the first time we met was quite a while ago, a couple of years ago. And, uh, I truly hope, um, your inbox get explodes from all this, but <laughs> with that said, what is your last parting words to everyone out there that's really enjoyed listening to you? And I think has learned so much about that secret society called the youth. <laughs> what, what would you like to just leave us with? 
I just want to first of all say thank you for having me and for this great, great discussion and conversation. And I, I think it's, I want to just say, when's the, I would just want to maybe encourage everyone to grab a coffee with maybe a person that's different from yourself um, and to have those uncomfortable conversations or the curious conversations um, and talk about, you know, what's your view on this? What are the challenges and obstacles that you see? Um, and just have, we need to have those conversations to be able to move on. We need to sort of kill um, those misconceptions um, and perspectives that are out there. And that starts with dialogue. So grab a coffee with a young person or a person that's different from yourself and um, be open, I guess. And yeah, see youth as a resource. That's my last word. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, do not take yeah from Young Sustainable Impact. Please get a hold of her. Let us know what you thought about this episode. And I know you loved it. Do not. Uh, I want to give you a huge hug. <laughs> Virtual hug. Back to you. Virtual hug. All right. Listen, that's the end of another great episode. Do not from bottom of my heart and my DNA. Thank you so, so much. Subscribe to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. Um, but not the same place as Donat's company. They're just so much better. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time. Donat, you are insane. Thank you so much. Everybody, take care. Be safe. Be healthy. Bye-bye, everybody.